Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Fatmata, who mentioned that she hasn't had a period in six months, says, what is your cost of IVF? And Amy Elizabeth says, hey, Prof, wondering what testing you would recommend after having two consecutive miscarriages? Two totally separate issues. Well, first of all, if you're going to be looked after by a specialist in infertility, well-trained people will go, will look for the cause of your lack of periods and attempt to cure that rather than take you to IVF. You may well, uh, most likely not need IVF. To get pregnant, you need to make an egg. And if you're not making an egg, you may end up then not having periods. So there are simple medications that may actually give you a chance to ovulate and get pregnant on your own. My worry is that you go to a specialist who says, oh, you've got this problem, uh, IVF's your answer. It is not like it may not be the answer exhaust everything first and if somebody is saying that to you i'd find a better specialist in relation to miscarriage two miscarriages uh, we're now calling recurrent miscarriage the most likely cause of your recurrent miscarriages is bad luck in that something in the order of 60 percent of of miscarriages are due to nature making a mistake with the chromosome makeup of your embryo. It's 60% of all miscarriages are caused by that. And therefore, it can be a recurring random event. Not anything wrong with your chromosomes or your husband's chromosomes. It's just bad luck. However, on the chromosome front, I would be doing genetic testing on both of you and your partner to check that you are not carrying some uh, aberration of your chromosomes that's not affecting you but affecting the embryo that's that's created. It happens in about one in 150 cases of women who have recurrent miscarriage. And we get around that by doing IVF, checking the embryo chromosome makeup and putting that one back. And that solves the problem. The other reasons for miscarriage, mostly we don't know. However, there is a couple of things that we go looking for. And that involves a blood test, new, which would be looking for immune problems. So there are some called autoimmune diseases lupus is an example where your body um, because of the immune responses uh, being abnormal reject the pregnancy some people believe in natural killer cells measuring them um, and they can be suppressed using steroids i certainly do that from time to time but it's certainly one of the things i would i would be checking not every doctor or every clinic has the capacity to measure those natural killer cells. The other blood thing we look for is an increased tendency towards blood clotting. If you have that increased tendency, which can be tested with a, a, a variety of compounds in the, in the blood, um, if that is the case, we can give you blood thinners when you get pregnant to improve the situation. But after two miscarriages, when we do all of those tests, 
we only find immune or, or blood clotting problems in less than 5%. So there's still a big gap between 60% caused by random genetic events and the 3 or 4% we can uh, find other reasons for. So there's still a big gap that we don't understand. There is one other investigation, which is to check the uterus itself. So that's looking inside the uterus with a, a telescope under a very light general anaesthetic, checking the shape of the uterus, that there's no scarring inside the uterus, no fibroids pushing into the cavity that will make miscarriage more likely. We also take a sample of the lining of the womb and send that off to the pathology laboratory to look at three things, actually. One is uh, we can check the stage of the cycle and make sure that, that the lining is actually at the, the right stage for your particular menstrual cycle. Generally, I, I like to do it in the second half of the cycle when uh, would be the time that an embryo was about to implant. And some women, those changes that the pathologist can see are out of sync with the day of ovulation and giving hormone supplements can overcome that. That's very rare. The other um, thing they look for is signs of inflammation. So an inflamed lining, endometritis it's called, occurs in about one in a hundred patients and may be a contributing factor to miscarriage. And the third thing um, that the pathologist um, can look at is actually the immune cells in the lining of the womb. Again, that's a very specialised um, investigation and um, only by a couple of laboratories, certainly in Sydney. That's the complete rundown of what I would be doing. Um, if you wanted me to take go through all those with you, I'm more than happy to do a consult and, and organise most of those tests for you. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 